morning. This is Seventh Burger, and I'm your gracious host. And today, the topic for discussion is that you're the captain. Make right your ship. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's your life. God gave you your life. Your parents birthed and raised you, and your friends and family befriended you and loved you. But it's still your ship, right? Your life is your own. You cannot abdicate control of your life to another unless you want to do that. Okay, that's your choice. One of the most important things you have to realize, and a lot of people might disagree with this point, but this is absolutely true. This is the truth. We deal in truth here. Your opinion should hold more weight than another, and with that opinion, you can say no. All right. The word no, in my opinion, holds more power than 95% of the words in the English dictionary, or any dictionary for that fact. Because when you say no to something, or say no to someone, or say no to someone's definition or how they're trying to define you, you're letting that person know that you disagree with that and you're not accepting that. And there is power in refusing something. Okay. Especially when they're trying to label you with something that you do not want to be labeled with. Or to be labeled with something you have not done, ladies and gentlemen. In this day and time, with all the freedoms we have in this world and in this society, Western society as it is, it is so important for you to really let people know what you think. If you want the relationships that. You desire, i.e., a fruitful uh, relationship with communication and support and love and being able to be open and honest and really share your life with another, or even with yourself to have a better life internally with how you think and how you logically go after things and how can you and and even more how you envision your life to go. You have to define. What you want, and pick out how you don't want to be treated, or how you don't want to be responded to by people who are not you. Okay, and sometimes you even have to define how you have how you want to be treated by yourself. You know? Um, one person uh, I uh, listened to—I can't remember their names—but they said something very interesting. And this is what they said: They said that sometimes you have to even define the language you use with yourself, because sometimes you can speak death to yourself. The Bible says that the the power of the tongue—I mean, correction—the、um, power of life and death is found in the tongue. And I find that to be very, very true. It's found in the tongue. So when you're speaking to other people, or even speaking to yourself, the words in which you use to define and to shape your own goals matter, ladies and gentlemen. They matter, just like when you speak your opinion. 
your opinion of a subject or your opinion or views on a matter are important. They are very important, and you should not allow anyone to downplay your opinion or your views on the matter. Okay, now that's with evidence and facts supporting what you're saying, and to make sure that it's grounded in the reality of the situation. An actual, factual, and provable truth. But with that met, your opinion should hold the most weight in your life because it's your life. Okay, you're the captain. Make right the ship. If you don't like someone treating you in an awful manner, speaking you in the derogatory terms, or speaking. Defeat or death into your life, telling you cannot do something or you'll never achieve something, or that you're too stupid or too slow to ever lose weight or something like that. You have to accept their opinion as true to allow it to continue. I would tell you that if you disagree, say it loud, say it proud. No, I disagree. No, I will not listen to you. And no, what you're saying about me doesn't define my goals, my life, my dreams, or what I will do with my life. It is mine. It is not for you to define my life. And even those who have a, who are in a relationship, you need to set clear boundaries on what you will and what you will not accept from your partner. Okay? It may chafe. It may rub them wrong. But you have to remember that even in a relationship, you are two people coming together to become one. Even though there is oneness, that does not mean that your opinion be automatically becomes the other person's opinion. No, you're still two individuals, two personalities sharing one relationship. Communication is essential, and one of the key things that I find in many relationships that go wrong is that. One person will always try to impose their will, their opinion, and their swaying view of reality upon another who doesn't agree, who doesn't see it the same, and honestly hasn't voiced their opinion. So there cannot be any compromise. If you want the best for your life, you have to define it. You can't just go down any random road and expect success. <laughs> Now it does happen, but it doesn't happen that often. All right. <laughs> Now here are some things you really need to say no to when you're either when you're dealing with other people and when you're dealing with yourself. All right. Say no to sadness. All right. Another person comes to you with their problems if they're late or if they don't have things together does not mean or make it a priority in your life and time to fix it. If you decide to make it a priority, that's on you and that's out of the goodness of your heart. That does not mean it is an absolute. You have to choose this, ladies and gentlemen. You're the captain of your own ship, which means your time, and time is valuable. Right? Time is more valuable than money. I can tell you this right now. There's a lot of people who have a lot of money, but little to no time to spend it with the people they love. And guess what? When they get a little bit older and those times have passed, 
guess what? They would give every dime they had in order to get the time that they lost. It doesn't work like that. So, you govern your time, you govern your attitude, and you govern what you will accept. Don't accept sadness. Someone wants to come and cry, that's fine. It's good. Good for the soul. But what are they sad about? How does this affect them? And are they crying over what was done or what they did? And how can you define between the two? You know, if someone passed on, yeah, that's sad. But at the same time, it's a natural progression of life. I would say for you to celebrate the person, to celebrate the life, and celebrate the things that they left to you. Yeah, they will be missed, but it's the lessons they gave that really define who they are, in my honest and humble opinion. And I faced that um, quite a few times, and I've had a few deaths in my life, uh, death of family members in my life, excuse me. And while it was sad, what made me smile is knowing that as a Christian, I will see them again. But what they taught me, I treasure it today. It's in my my heart. That's where they live. And when I think on these people, it brings me joy, even though I cannot see them. But I am not sad for them. I'm happy that they, they completed life. They finished the course. They got done with what they were here to do. That's a Christian way of looking at it. Um, Apostle Paul, I believe in the Acts, says that I have finished the race, I have finished the course, I have kept the faith. So, don't accept sadness, but define what they're sad about and try to find a positive way to spin it, to make it better, or to encourage. Okay? Don't accept shame. Okay? Um, at this present time in this society, a lot of people use shaming language, i.e., for example, you're a white male, all right? That's demeaning, all right? Regardless of a person of color, race, shade, or gender, their opinion, if it's based on fact and is true, is important. Let's stop hating on where the message comes from and examine the message. Uh, the old school Addison, don't shoot the messenger, all right? <laughs> and lastly, another thing you should examine and or say no to are others' sharp criticisms if there is no evidence to support their opinion. If someone is saying that you are a horrible individual, make them spell out why you're a horrible individual. They have enough gall to say what they have to say, make them have enough gall to explain it or articulate it in words and in well, clear terms and clear words. No expletives, no yelling. Say it to me, cool, calm, and collect, sir. Let me hear what you gotta say. Or ma'am, in this case. Here's another thing I would highly push you to say no to or fiercely examine because you're the captain of your own ship, all right? And uh, when I say captain of your own ship, realize that God gave you the ship you got, all right? Give him honor, give him his due. And at the same time, God will not force something over your own opinion. So if you keep telling yourself that you cannot, or you will not, or you will never achieve, guess what God's gonna do? You think God's gonna force achievement upon you? No, he's gonna sit there and say, hey, 
that's what they want. That's what they keep speaking about. That's what they. That's the perimeter they set for themselves, or the wall you built up. Guess what? God's not gonna knock it down for you. You'll knock it down when you start believing that you can get over the wall and press towards it and put some effort, time, and investment behind it. Okay. Now, what I'm saying, you need to firstly examine and say no to other people defining who you are. Ladies and gentlemen, that's one of the biggest crimes, if you will ever look in American history, that the African-American race has allowed other people to define them as criminal or uh, mean or, you know, not conforming to American society. Now, if there's evidence to support it, which in some cases there are, you have to accept it and work on it. But you have to define who you are because you're an individual at the end of the day. Even in a relationship, even among uh, 50,000 people walking on a straight line, you are an original, ladies and gentlemen. You are your own person. And so you have to define yourself. So here are some things about that. Realize you are going to be known more for what you do than what you say. All right? I hate to say this because I'm talking to you, but talk is cheap, ladies and gentlemen. Everyone can talk. Everyone can say a myriad of words. But what are you doing? Okay? For me, I'm making a podcast spreading positivity and trying to help people become the better version of self of themselves. So I am doing something positive. I'm taking the time to invest in others, even though I may not see them. But what are you doing? Okay. When someone fiercely critiques you or calls you something that you are not, i.e. a liar or a cheater or a, a, uh, you know, anything that you will find negative, do you, in a cool, calm, collect manner, collect your thoughts and press them on what makes you believe I am this? Do you ask for evidence? And then after taking their evidence, you should refute it point by point, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Why? Because, and this is my next point, it's not what you're called, it's what you answer to. All right? You can accuse me all day of being a liar, a cheater, and a stealer, but unless you have evidence, and unless I admit to this, or if I admit, I accept your opinion as being more important and true. What you call me doesn't matter. I'm not going to answer to being called that because I am not that. And I will refute every point with evidence that I am not what you're calling me. And then I'll tell you that your opinion means nothing to me. Why? Because I'm my own biggest cheerleader. I believe in myself and I have confidence that I have no reason to lie to you because why lie? I, I live in reality. I like living in reality and I like living an authentic life to where when I lay my head to sleep, I know that I had a great day, that I did the best I could with each moment that God gave me. Alright? And here is the last point. You will be known by what you accept 
So if you accept others defining your life, or you accept others overriding your own opinion and making you do what you do not desire to do, nor that you want to do, you should accept that your life will turn out not in the way that you would like it to turn out. Because you abdicated your authority in your own life to somebody who is essentially the same as you. <laughs> okay? If you want the results and want to live an authentic life or a life that you're proud of or to live in a state that you're happy with regardless of where you are, rich or poor, and you want to be there and be able to define that, you have to seize control. And that means making your own decisions, saying yes or no to things. And more aptly, in the case of this, writing the ship. It's your ship that goes where you want to go. If people do not want to go where you're going, don't let them ride. Alright? Do not hit your ship to somebody going the opposite direction unless you want to go the opposite direction or you want to go and be with this person. That is your choice. Now, if you act like you have no rudder and you just want to go along with the sea, however it moves you, takes you, or however anyone drags you or takes you, expect your life to end up in a way that is completely random and i.e. a complete waste of your time and your life energy. Alright? Accept that. Because you allowed it. But if you don't accept that and you will you learn to accept only what you want to do and if that means you become rich or whether you stay at the same income level you can still be happy it's all about what you accept and what you define as happiness for you okay and that's all I have to say on this subject all right and once again today's topic was on you're the captain so make right the ship It's your life, it's your time, and it's your opinion. Please, please, please define it for yourself, demand it be respected, and make sure that people know what it's like to hear you say no, okay? There's nothing rude about saying no to an opinion or an idea that you do not support or you want to be involved in and say no to something that is not ideal for you, alright? You're an individual at the end of the day, and the person that you have to answer to for your life at the end of the day is God Almighty himself. Not your parents, which I love my parents very much, but I've had to do this on uh, one occasion, and it eh, it ruffled a bunch of feathers. But I said, no, I will go where I want to go and I will do with my life as I will to do with my life. My father was very upset about it, upset about it until I stood firm and I let him know I was doing nothing wrong. There was nothing evil. It's just I want to go travel and I want to be able to travel for my job instead of just laying down loose. That's my choice. 
and I have to live with the consequences. So, for me, it ruffled feathers, but at the end of the day, I believe that my parents respect me more now as their child than blindly accepting whatever opinions they had. I now tell them yes or no, and why I believe something or not. And I think that has really grown with my relationship with not only my parents, but with my brothers and with those who I choose to call my friends. Because I don't wear a mask with them. If they ask me a true question, they're going to get a real answer. And so I ask you all to take the time to do the work to be able to find the answers of why you will say yes or no to any merit of questions or decisions that you have coming up in your life day to day. Alright? Once again, thank you for listening. I hope you have a great day. I hope something that I said influences you positively and that it helps you do the self-repair that you need to do, which can only be done by you, so that you become the best version of yourself that you can actually be. All right, now, take care. This is 7th River signing off. Bye.